TV Johnny, Diamond Boys, yes, Johnny Dang with us today. Oh my God. My nephew freaked out that he actually got to meet you in person. Oh. It was like, even he's a golfer. It was even better than meeting, like the best golfer in the world was meeting you. Well, if he You're was such meet, a legend. Yeah, it was him or Tiger Woods. He'd rather meet Donnie because he wants to go golfing with you. Oh, really? Yeah, you I'm so excited. Good morning. <laughs> hey, this is King of Bling, Johnny Dang. I'm so excited to be here. And thank you, you guys. Yes, we have known him for so long, and mm. my husband Rob and him have been buddies. But we are living the Authentic Life podcast. Big shout out to Adam Andrus, our sound engineer, looking hot over there and taking care of us. Every week we come to you and we meet with the most interesting group of people, and we talk about commitment and collaboration and success and what it means to be authentic and how do we know it's real and this guy is the epitome of success he has been written about in forbes magazine he is the complete success story of an immigrant who came in taught himself how to work with these amazing jewelry pieces and make things started in a flea market and now his office is a palace I mean, tell us, how does that even happen? Appreciate that. It's, it really is dream come true, you know. And uh, like I say, it started from the bottom. Uh, you know, we came here in 1996 mm-hmm. and started with the business. Uh, I was just a jeweler, regular jeweler. Mm-hmm. And um, first day, first time I, first day I came in, so was so boring. So my my cousin, you know, Fong, yes. he asked me, hey, I have a shopping flea market. Mm-hmm. Let's go there and help me. I said, cool. The second day I went with him, go there, and I be working for him for six months. So the first six months, I make $500. No way. Yes, the wow. first six months. But I was so happy because not the first time in my life I make that much money. You know, I come mm-hmm. from Vietnam. I was born, and I came here when I was 23. So the whole life, we struggled. We was like... I was living when I was young, my kid. I live in like in condition like no waters, no electricity. So he don't even think he make extra money. We try to make every day enough for food, for living, just for food. Not even thinking make extra money. So my first five hundred dollars was so big. You were rich. Rich. Uh-huh, exactly. The American I'm dream. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. This is wow. I got five hundred dollars because I just. My main thing is try to come, help him, and learn how to make jewelry. Because in Vietnam, if you learn how to make jewelry, you have to pay for it. Pay big money. Now I learned for free and got extra money. I was so happy. And it's so that's a, how I started. And it seems to me, and not mm. to stereotype, but almost every Vietnamese person I've ever met has an amazing work ethic. Do you mm. think it's the way your parents brought you up? Did you see hard work? Like, how do you, how do you think? How do, what do you think was the difference of your upbringing than someone else that couldn't see that as their future? I think that's one of the main key. Uh, most of enemies like us um, was raised and trained in this hard condition. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, most, you know, thanks to my mom, she raised us different, like hard, teaching us, working hard is a main key. Mm-hmm. And we all have that. That's why we got trained from kid, and mm-hmm. when we was young. If you, if I show you a couple of picture, 
I went to forest to carry wood back from forest, back to my village to sell or to trade for rice. You would be surprised because the wood weigh way bigger than me. <laughs> Much longer, bigger and heavier my way, but I, I could be able to carry that from all the way. A lot of people didn't notice, you know. So that's kind of training really helped my physical also mentally work hard. And so as soon as I came here, we worked 10 hours, 15 hours, no problem. Until I opened my, my own shop at Subtile, it's just a small shop. So we working for like hours and hours that so I'll never get tired, you know. No, it's, and you were making money for, for yourself then too. But what you did different, there are a lot of people that are jewelers in this business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have the old school technology of using a torch and solder to repair old fashioned casting. Right. You decided technology came around, let's start doing it. Let's do the most high tech ways we can do it with the lasers and the new 3D and 4D printing and um, machines. You were able to take this, the best technology mm -hmm. and make your grills so they're comfortable not grinding the people's teeth so that everybody would want to wear them and everybody would enjoy them yeah that's the that's honestly that's the blessed the the good thing that i recognize early mm -hmm. and then uh when i when i do start making good money i work a lot of my hands so I've, i'm thinking like i cannot do all this by myself with mm -hmm. hands or with you know with and plus labor so when I get when I open my own shop first, right in flea market, and then I open in the garage because flea market only open like three days a week on the weekend. So weekday I set up the workshop in my garage, and so it gets so hot. You know, Houston, Texas, the weather is too hot to work in the garage. Every day is crazy hot. That's why I got the idea to open the workshop in South Town Mall, like mm -hmm. small corner, like 450 square feet. But just after a few years, after one or two years, it got more busier and busier. So I'm thinking, man, all the handwork, we cannot finish all our job unless we got machine. We need to get machine, and we need to invest on technology to get the, the job got much better and faster. That's what Faster, me, more consistent, better quality. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why I invest a lot of just me, the first time I bought the machine, just like 45000 I had to think it so much and borrow a lot of from a lot of money from a lot of people just to buy it. Mm -hmm. But people look at me like crazy. Why you spend that much for the machine? So see, we can do wax by hand. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like risky I took, you know? Yeah, when, when he means wax by hand is we used to, people would have a design that they'd want in a ring, and they'd draw it on a piece of paper, and then someone would carve out of a piece of wax um, what the ring was supposed to look like, and it took hours and hours and hours and artisan to make it. Now right. with computers, what we can do is so cool, and him being able to take that technology, now he can have 10 rings made in the time of one or 100, or, right, or look right. at this piece that he's right. made there. To, to carve that by hand would be impossible. I mean, it'd be... But also, if you did by, do by hand, only one time used and done, because after casting, we cannot reuse the wax again. Uh -huh. But you know the machine, you can pre-print it like a computer. So I took advance out of that. So they make my business, my piece more fire, you know. So most of the, a lot of the guests that we've interviewed, I bring up Malcolm Gladwell. He wrote this book called Outliers. Mm -hmm. And it talks about these people with this amazing moment in time. And in reading your biography, 
and your by all these great things about you watching your videos it seems like the grills were the thing that differentiated you from every other guy and you came up with this idea of how to do it different and you revolutionized the grill industry right that um that's the thing that really bring my name up big also because you the grill the gold solids go in the market so long, 100 years ago, 100 years. A lot of people, they've been like old people that wear the grill, but it's just like regular gold, you know, cover the teeth, like a gold cap. Oh, yeah, just, just a cap like on the, the front teeth. Right, right. Cap in front. They the, just a dentist like, with like you. That's what I read. You were working with dentists. <laughs> right, right. I, I, so um, the story how I make the grill, because I, I work one of the dentists, right, they have, he had an order from the customer just a solid gold. Uh-huh. And customer and then he brought to me and asked me to put a diamond. Actually that's see. See uh she will ask me to put a diamond on the top of it. Mm-hmm. So but it's so vocal and then it's like thick, you know, when I start with a grill. Mm-hmm. So when I work for a while I said, Man, that's too thick, too too big for customer mail. So I figure out how to make it thinner and change all different kind of setting. That's it, uh, make the grill real popular. And then they only, like, started, they only put, like, one or two diamonds. Mm-hmm. I say, uh, you know, with a wrapper, when you wear mm-hmm. the grill, one or two diamonds, you cannot see in a bling. Mm-hmm. So I say, we have to put more. So I originally, I create, like, a channel set. <laughs> like, put a whole channel in there yes. with two, three rows. So when it's presented to the client, so I make I did a couple of demo right to show mm-hmm. her, and after I did for her and a lot of customer came by my shop saw me to do the grill. So they say, oh, you do the gold teeth too. So they try out, and then I create a couple of demo like channel set and buffet setting to show them and not only one diamond or two on the gold cap. It would like fill it up. Mm-hmm. So that creates and make it like popular making. And new technology, do you have to use technology like a dentist does taking molds of the mouths of their actual teeth? I've been watching how you do this. I'm not stealing your, I'm not stealing your technology. <laughs> but you take the molds of the teeth and then you work backwards so that you fit over the teeth but perfectly, just like an orthodontist is putting braces on. You're doing the same technology they do so that it's comfortable and doesn't move in their mouth. Exactly, though. That's why I figured out to do mm-hmm. because we don't do dental work. Mm-hmm. This is the main thing because... Because the, the dental the dental crown, you have to save all the teeth down. You have to cut the customer teeth to fit the go in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if we do that, first, we don't have a dentist license. Right. We, we cannot do that. Second thing is that that will be damaged customer teeth. Mm-hmm. One day, what if they don't like it? If they don't wear no more, they take the go out the whole tooth method. Mm-hmm. So I'm figure out a way to covering your butt too so you don't yeah don't get sued by by ruining their teeth yeah Yeah, Uh yes exactly i mean i wear grill every day yeah you know (laughs) just like that okay so the first time i met you rob brought me to your store and when you were outside of nema marcus and i remember he put on a grill that said filthy like filthy rich (laughs) and i was like oh my god what is my husband doing but i still remember that and you have pictures of you name it celebrities and like houston's most amazing beyonce jay-z travis scott like but your main guy 
is Paul Wall. Like that collaboration together and connection. Yeah, big was, big shout out to my partner Paul Wall. Yes. So that's it. When I was in South Town, of course Paul was just a DJ in the club. You know, uh -huh. so he also I, I got a I did not only work at daytime, nighttime I went to the club and promote, buy out flyer, mm -hmm. connect with all the DJ and the mm -hmm. rappers. So that's why we got together with Paul. So Paul say, okay, he a DJ. He also did a grill a little bit like for the in the hood or his friend, you know. Mm -hmm. So say like we need to collab together. And so we can promote a grill because, of course, back then I could not speak English well. And nobody <laughs> yeah, understand what I say, you know. But if, <laughs> if we have Paul, that's a good translation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, we work together good. And then Paul blow up real mm -hmm. big and go to the tour mm -hmm. with a lot of rappers. So that's the perfect time. Yes. So I went to a lot of tour with Paul around the world, around United States to promote. Mm -hmm. And connect with a lot of artists, you know. Paul connect me with like T.I. and David Banner and Dreece Mafia, a lot of artists back then I worked with. And the best thing, not only <clears throat> the way I build my business is long term. Mm -hmm. That's how I can be survived. You want to have a lifetime client. Exactly. So mm -hmm. when I, I don't want to do one time with a client, so we build relationships. A lot of my customers like Tracy J, um, you know, Ricky Ross, they've been spending money with me for the last 15 years <laughs> you are so real you are so genuine and you're yeah. not and you also i read you don't treat them differently you're just like hanging with your friends and yeah. you're and you treat them special and they know they're vip with you but you're just hanging and chilling and you're yeah. sometimes even cooler than they are i mean <laughs> People have tattoos of you on their bodies. Yeah, that's there are songs about you. I mean, that is. He's done his own songs. He's done rap videos. Um, oh yeah, I, 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 that's funny. That. I, I did. So, you know, I've been hanging out with so many rappers. So they, uh -huh. so they keep asking me, "Hey, you need to do one song." I do the rap song. I was laughing first, saying, "Man, I couldn't even speak." It. English, well, how could I rap on the song? Mm -hmm. I, of course, I, I don't know how to write. So Paul, so one day, Paul recorded the studio. Uh -huh. Paul was say, let me write you a song. Just try it, just for fun. And he wrote me a song. And just surprised, I, I rap it like, just, I didn't even practice it. Just wow. sentence by sentence, uh -huh. but it's fun. But it turned out as a good song. Uh -huh. And uh, it was on One Hour City Park. What I was saying, Paul, that's one of the big uh, MTV news of the song uh, back back in the day, you know. So that's a real good song. It's fun. And then I surprised the song kind of blow up and do it. Yeah. become very popular. Very, very you're popular. the top Vietnamese rapper for sure. But you're a Vietnamese American. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> That's amazing. It's it fun. And then you had a reality TV show. Was that, what was, was that like the tipping point? Or how did it, I mean, because... We have 14,000 um, Instagram uh, yeah. followers, and I'm kind of proud of that we came up from 10. You have 1.9 million? Yeah, yeah. Like, how does that even, like, what What were kind of the key uh, steps that you feel like changed or helped I'm, uh, you get I'm Compared with another jewelers, I'm, like I say, I can see a little bit ahead of times. Mm -hmm. Like, back then I started Instagram when... Uh, I started even MySpace before Facebook popular. Oh. Mm -hmm. I already think in the media, start get 
I pick it up a little bit. Basically, I pick up media a little bit faster, you know, compare, even compared with my brother Daniel. Daniel in business is long, as long as like me, but he, he didn't even. You're a great promoter. You yeah. love it. Johnny said to me, he goes, I don't really, I'm nervous about doing this video, this um, interview with you because my English isn't so good. I said, Johnny, if your English was much better, we'd all be working for you. <laughs> there wouldn't be jobs. You're doing fine, okay? I think you're doing okay. Uh, but as back to media, the thing is, like, I, I, when my spaces came out, yeah. I already started promoting my space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back then, the Facebook just for the college. People didn't even know the Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then when the Facebook took over my space, so I already have my account. The same thing on Instagram, you know? Love it. And then, uh, of course, we also give away, promote, do a lot of good. You do so much in giveaways and especially to the community. Mm. You did amazing crawfish boils when we had Harvey here. And Uh, tell us about the backpack uh, program that you have for kids. That's incredible. Oh, you know, when I, of course, when I came, everyone know, like, you know, I came from Vietnam. I know how struggle is. Is, mm-hmm. He's in Vietnam. When I was a kid, it's, it's so tough. Every year, we barely to have a new backpack for the new school because mm-hmm. we only use one backpack for like years, five, six, seven years. Wow. So I know how that feel if the kids have a backpack at the school or get the new clothes. Give them something to be proud of. Right. So that's why I, you know, donate. Mm-hmm. You know, when I make money, so I donate. But I created Johnny Dang Charity. Mm-hmm. And then we do a original. We did a golf tournament mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we play. I love to play golf, and I I gather a group of golf friends. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, everyone play golf in the weekend anyway. Mm-hmm. So why don't we do a tournament? So I I put all the money for the friend and whatever they donate, I donate direct to uh, you know the people in Vietnam, and not only Vietnam. After that, we create a little bit bigger charity. So we, we donate in here, pack pack. You know, last year we collabed with the J Prince. Big shout out to J Prince. <laughs> he gave me a chance to work together with him, mm-hmm. give away the backpack, right? And then you did haircuts payment. and you gave food. I mean, it was just a right. great Right, so we, we create a little bit of activity for kids right before they get back to school. You know, got a haircut, give away backpack. Christmas, we give away a little bit toys here and there. It's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I love to see the kid happy. And you have all of these great events, or mo- a lot of them, at your incredible store. 16,000 square feet, clothing, product. It's where your manufacturing is. Also, right. holy, they do concerts in the backyard, in the back of the parking yeah. lot. And they that- also have a full studio stage yeah. on, in the back. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It used to be a big restaurant, and he converted it into this jewelry megaplex downstairs and then upstairs the clothing and accessories and tennis shoes right a lot of like right now we have a lot of like not only jewelry downstairs we sell high end clothes just like suits my client loves suits clothes and and, uh, hat stuff you know and we don't like you say we got a whole many that's my dream I really always dream to have my own workshop but when I back in the shop town, I have a it, it didn't even it was not enough space to do showroom and uh, in manufacture the shop. and mm-hmm. the shop, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, his shop too, if you haven't been in there, isn't really a shop. 
It's a huge production facility behind bulletproof glass with all the jewelers visible. So you can see them doing the jewelry, manufacturing it while you watch. It's it's unbelievable. And the technology, all the computers and everything back there. You look and you go, is this NASA or is this Johnny Dang? (laughs) But speaking of your marketing, my favorite marketing you ever did was the Olympics. Given the uh, the athletes, the grills with the, with the flag on them. Oh my God! Or the ones that said Rio. I mean, tell us how did you how did you come up with the idea to do that, and how were you able to get their teeth to make it so that you could get them for them? Um, I forgot what his name. Uh, the, the, the one of the swimmer. Okay. What his name is that? Uh, Mike. No, not Michael Phelps. He right second Michael Phelps. So one of the swimmer. And uh, he did Olympic already, right? So he ordered grill from us. Mm-hmm. So okay. he said, I'm an Olympic swimmer. I want to order grill. I was a little bit surprised, but not really thinking that big. Mm-hmm. And he did order the grill for the first Olympic. So he waited um, on the Olympic. So when the, the Olympic organizers, mm-hmm. they saw that they didn't allow him to wear the grill. So they told him, like, you could not, you cannot wear the grill on the podium if you win the Olympic medal. But he, he, still, he didn't even care. So he still ordered and said, man, I still want to wear the, the grill if I win the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So Glad designed something crazy. So me and him sit down back and forth. So we created, I say, man, let's do something like they recognize this American. So we did with American flag. You know, American red. flag with the different color oh. and white diamond and all different color. So I find uh, Ryan Lock. Yeah, yeah, his name is Ryan Lock. Yes. The swimmer. So I did a grill for him. And when he won Olympic, they already he knew that they did not allow him to wear to get the medal. So he went to the podium first and took the medal and then put the grill on. <laughs> it was awesome. It was That's awesome. Good, I, watched yeah. the, I watched the video this morning of him doing it. I was just like... That couldn't have been a better moment, A, for America, for the right. patriotism, and then also TV Johnny. Yeah, so that, that's a good thing we did together, make it real good, popular. Also, I did for the actual world, mm-hmm. the baseball team, um, you know, when we win the, when we win the World Series. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. If we hopefully can have baseball again, I'm looking forward to all of our sports. <laughs> yeah, this corona back. needs to get over so we can have... I've been watching those replays. I know who's going to win, but I still watch the games on TV. <laughs> I know. We almost won the one last year, right? Yep. No, it was close. It was close. Very close. Yeah. So you love sports, though. Mm-hmm. I, my building is next door to his building, and my parking lot watches his parking lot. Mm-hmm. Do not gamble with him if he plays ping pong or table tennis. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like watching those guys on TV. Boom, boom, boom. And some, someone will come and try to beat him. And I watch, and I just go... He's just playing with him because I know he can smack that ball so fast, you don't even know where it comes from. Because when business is slow and it's not 150 degrees out like it is in Houston, he's out there just practicing and hanging with his clients and customers and friends and family. Right, right. I love, I love sport. I love, like, ping pong, play golf. I do a lot of golf. So it's fun to so plus. I'm, I have two tables at a shop. You saw one outside patio. I had... I have another table inside, so we press it and play again with employees, with the clients. It's fun. Mm-hmm. The most fun I have is to play against with Travis Scott. Shout out to Travis Scott. He's good at ping pong, right? He went to me and said, oh. man, I can beat you in ping pong. Oh, oh that's it. Okay, you sure? Let's partner. And we, we have a good game. 
I let him win one, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw that in there. And you're such a family guy. I mean, you. I see you with your wife, who's beautiful. And tell us about family time, because it seems like you're working all the time. Do they come up to the store? Are they part um, of the business? Actually, I, I do spend weekend for my family. Shout out uh-huh. to my wife. She worked a lot of hard to take care of my kid and myself, yes. you know. So basically, um, Saturday and Sunday, that's especially Sunday, I really don't do anything related to business mm-hmm. because I family day. Mm-hmm. Every every morning, Sunday, we took the kids to the church, go eat. Sometimes we go to my friend Tony Vietnam house to eat. <laughs> we hang out with family, you know. Like I said, all Sunday is really family day. And the good, this especially this time, for the virus going on, so we, I have a lot of time. Mm-hmm spend around with my kids so that's a good thing that's that's a good thing about this none of us have been traveling because i know you go to all the awards you go to the grammys you go to all those things all that stuff's been canceled for now so we do get to spend more time with our family which is um which is good i think it's yeah, really I think good that, that's a, to me that's a good thing i've been doing for my family since last 15 years 20 mm-hmm. years because you know i've been working a lot at the shop i travel almost every week Mm-hmm. We run we, into we you met, at the, yeah, I know, we we're always each other seeing the each other in the United States. <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> at the airport. I'll be in the, I'll be in the, American, ex- I'm in the American Express lounge, <laughs> and I'm working on my computer, and I get a text. Hey, Rob, I like those shoes you're wearing. I go, Johnny? And I look over, and he's smiling. He's yeah, it's the early line. in the morning, too. Like, uh, so, you know, we've been traveling so mm-hmm. many times. So, so that's a good thing, slow down. But thank God the business go back normal, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and have, are you? What's your first travel plan? Are you going to Vegas? Do you have anything coming up? Like what's? Um, I have so many appointments right now. I supposed to go to LA tomorrow mm-hmm. to meet Travis. No, uh, Triple Red. Okay. Because my client, a lot of time they order stuff and they want right away. Yes. Second thing they want me delivery. Like yes. Triple Red have birthday, actually today. I supposed to be in LA today. <laughs> But Sorry, we yeah, didn't, we I got an appointment. I couldn't make it, <laughs> so I told him, "Hey, I couldn't make it to LA on Thursday. I had to ship it out." So I just shipped out a grill for him yesterday, and I have a Drake. I just finished a grill for Drake. Nobody's oh, seen it yet. We back and forth for so many times. I, uh-huh. I couldn't even have a time to wrap it up for him. I could have a ship it out to Drake, but I want to, yes. you know, hang to him and. Delivery, special delivery to him, you know. Absolutely. So I can't wait to show your guy Drake Grill. Okay, and the, got, girls are not just for the boys. I heard Beyonce. Yeah, do a lot of Perry. Oh, Katy Perry Grill is special. <laughs> and uh, I have two special for Katy Perry's. I did a grill for her right uh-huh. before, like Rush, before uh-huh. the Grammy. I oh, know um, MTV Awards. Okay. okay. So she won that to wear for the. MTV, uh-huh. so that's crazy. I did like in three days, less than three days. Wow! Flew out there. I did a grill for her already before, but regular grill, not mm-hmm. a diamond. And then she contacted me to say, "I want another grill for the MTV, like special one with a diamond." So I did it so quick and dropped it up for her. Yeah, you were fun. also the first one to come out with the new technology of invisible setting diamonds. In a grill, invisible setting, a diamond, if you don't know, was uh, started by Van Cleef and Arpel, French jeweler, back in the um, turn of the century, 1910, 1920. Mm. They groove the back of the diamond, and it takes extreme technology on how to do it. No one's ever done it on mm. teeth or on grills, and Johnny did it. 
So he's got this French talent with him now too. You're like the you're like the Van you're like the Van Cleef in our pal. Like I say, um, I always bring my invest on not only equipment but create something new mm-hmm. for my clients. Mm-hmm. So a big shout out to Quavo from you know the Mego group. Right. And yeah. Quavo have a seven or eight different setup group. Mm-hmm. So he keep telling me, you know, when I got so much money, I say, Johnny, I want something crazy. Nobody have it. I say, don't what I got you. So I create invisible baguette. Mm-hmm. You know, baguette already long, tough, mm-hmm. even it's hard to set already. Right, they break all the time. They're just Easy difficult to, to work with. Right. But to set invisible baguette on the grill is, is tough. But we spend a lot, of, like almost three, four months just to figure out how to set it, how to cut the baguette. Proofing the baguette is tough. Mm-hmm. In principle, it's it kind of you not know, tough, but it, you I got more stone to work with because the baguette's so... More square. So, mm-hmm. Baguette is so long and tough, it's hard to hold a diamond. Mm-hmm. So I broke so many diamonds just to finish one grill. <laughs> you know, when you break the diamond, it's just waste of the diamond. It's, it's, there's nothing left. Once it's broken, it's not, It's sand. You can put it in a, <laughs> in, a, in a locket or something to bounce around, but you can't fix it. There's, can't it has fit. No, it has That's no how value. the diamond is a real waste. So I ended up finished the mm-hmm. baguette grill. It came out real came out fantastic. Well. I saw it. But not only that. So he won another crazy one. Mm-hmm. So I came up with the emeralds. Mm-hmm. So I did another emerald cut for Quavo. So that's the latest one. Invisible set in emerald cut. Beautiful. It's so tough. I waste almost almost every eight carat diamond to you one. To you one carat is waste because we have to cut so Many and it's got to all be perfect. You can, and if you cut it wrong, you can't make the diamond grow and get bigger. You exactly. got to start all over again. Because the um, the grill they have a sudden size, so I had mm-hmm. to be like precise fitting on the grill. So that's good though. It's, that's the newest one I I just released. Fantastic, fantastic. And last I looked, he had about two point six million likes on that photo. What do you think is the most liked post or the most watched video that you've ever posted? Uh, I don't remember, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of video have like two, three million, about two by five, two by six millions. And I have a YouTube. Uh, uh, the use my YouTube channel, the most view is like ten millions. Fantastic. Oh ten millions on the on the YouTube channel. Shout out to my team. I got a good team. You see John Box yes, right there? It takes he, uh, a team. It takes manager a Manager for the, oh, you know. But you know what I find Audio. amazing of this whole deal is he's talking about the grill and the technology. He's excited. He's hopping in his chair. He's so happy because you have passion. You for love what you what do. You do. Yeah. This is your this is your love. You don't do this just to make money. Money uh-huh. is nice, and we all like making money, but you enjoy it. You're an artist. This is your this is your art, right? That I um, appreciate that. A lot of time I create something, I spend like fifty, eighty thousand dollars to create some new piece, some new jewelry, but it doesn't work. It, it cannot be sell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's so. Sometimes I just spend money, but this is what I love to do. So I just make it. But some that's new part stuff. of the journey is being being willing to fail on occasion to get to the best. Because mm-hmm. if all we did was do what's safe. We'd never get to that place of being innovative. Right, so I'm right. sure there's things. How? What is the best client you've ever had? Are there any tough clients? Or we can't talk about those guys. I thought it was super cute because we suffer from this too. Is 
Right. The, you said the hardest client is the one with the small budget that wants a big, yeah. <laughs> like in a grill. People come in, I want to buy this, but I only have this much budget. <laughs> so that's the most, that's the more difficult. Of course, when we deal with the clients, uh, all different clients, and then uh, it's very tough. The most difficult time is uh, sometimes I have to hang around with them for hours and hours in studio, mm -hmm. you know, and just... Not, I, you got to hold their hand. Hold the chair, hold the hand. That's more tough. And, uh, but it's, I get used to it and it get more fun, you know, when you adapt with that. And um, a lot of, I, I was in a lot of tough situation. Like, it's crazy. Fighting in the club, you know. <laughs> We're hanging out with a client. I got a, the fighting broke down. We will go crazy and... Well, and then a, I always wear a lot of jewelry, too. Yes, you know? you've got to have, I mean, we've seen you. You have bodyguards with you because you've got a lot on. How, I mean, do you ever worry about your safety? And, and Of course, you know, always, uh, safety always important, important very mm -hmm. important to me. So I always got good bodyguard team. So mm -hmm. when I travel, they travel with me, you know. Even in local in Houston, mm -hmm. when they go to the club or go to mm -hmm. party, I always have bodyguards. And there were so many people in town last week uh, for the funeral of George Floyd, and I saw that you reached out to his family, mm -hmm. and you've been a big leader in the community for creating the safest place for us to live, but you have also mm -hmm. appreciate what the police are doing to keep us safe. Yeah. Do you want to make any comments about that? or? It's kind of sad. Honestly, I don't want to comment about that, but it's a little bit sensitive. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I, you know, of course, I, I, that's... We all don't want that happen. It's a bad happen, and mm -hmm. especially the it's not a good time. The COVID time going on, the yeah. COVID virus still. Lots of problems uh, going on right problem, now. Our, you know. our our city seemed to do very well with all the um, protests and everything was going so on. Right, we, we we did very well. That's for as big a shout out to everyone. We got a city. 70,000 people in Mayor downtown. Mayor Chief Acevedo. Everybody did? got along. Yes. Everybody got along. All races, everyone in our city was wonderful. We're one big team. Houston is the um, most ethnically diverse city in America, they right, say. Right. And everybody tried to get along as a family. We didn't look at each other differently. At least that's how I perceived it because... How do you get 60,000 or 70,000 people together? Without a problem. Marsh? No problem at all. Exactly. No, 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 I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm very happy for that. You know, it real was awesome. happy, especially the artists, too. In Houston, all the artists really get along together. And, Incredible. You know, that would be good to create a whole bigger group with no problem. So, and that's what I've noticed about all of your videos and whatever you've invited us to your parties. It is so diverse in the types of people and the people you bring together. And I um, think that that's an incredible thing that you do is that you are getting people together for success. You're always smiling. You're always happy. <laughs> like you're this amazing face for the hip hop community because I think there's so many great things that come out of it. And my favorite part of it is the style. I tried to be a little bit kind of hip-hop today <laughs> with my bling. And I have to give you a shout-out because you made my Contessa bling. Although, nice. Rob, I think right you're going to have to step it up. One. This cost me money. It up again, you know? <laughs> Maybe he can have the grill and I can have the necklace. But it truly has changed. The hip-hop community has affected the fashion industry. And because it is an, they're artists, they're 
creative. And so tell me about that and about your lines of clothing and how do you even know what to buy? And do you feel like you I have a special clothing line called uh, I Shui Yang. So I just released a few months ago. Uh But uh, not only selling the clothes, not only the good design, you can, a lot of people can select a lot of good shirts, hats, but they can have a chance to win. I give away $120,000 on that website, com. So basically, what they do, when, if you go there, you buy a hat, uh-huh. $15, $20. So you got a chance to win the whole Flawless Diamond Crew mm-hmm. and 10000 cash. We just no gave away. Yeah, way. we just gave away. And the 10000 cash is the key. We just gave away a uh, few days uh, last week. We picked three winners. Mm-hmm. So every one and a half month, 45 days, every 45 days, we pick out three winners. It's so exciting. It's, it's good, so good to get back marketing. and create. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a small marketing venture with you next week, but we're going to be giving away a Louis Vuitton duffel. If people follow us and follow you. Wow. I know. That's, and that's who doesn't want a Louis Vuitton duffel? That transcends race, age. I mean, I know my 12-year-old wants one, and my mom, who is, oh, 39. My mom's 39. She would want one, too. Yeah. <laughs> But it's uh, but I uh, I'm most fascinated by the fashion and the style and I think people like Katy Perry and Beyonce and all of these women and of course these guys are just driving fashion and what they're wearing. So thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, um, unfortunately, our time is kind of coming to an end. I have one last question for you rob do you have any questions my last question is you meet so many people and you know the real people and then kind of you know the posers is there any way that you can tell me like how do you know in your gut like how did you know to connect with paul wall how did you know he was the guy how did you know that's maybe the bless i have on my nature Attitude is I I friendly with everyone, mm-hmm. you know I I love to do business, uh, connect to be friends uh-huh. with everyone. It doesn't matter you're a regular guy or a rapper. Yeah, I respect people the same way. I treat the, all my clients the same way. If you walk to my shop, you are a celebrity, you are a VIP. You know what I'm saying? Of course, a little bit different if Travis Scott walking yes. because he want the privacy. He want a little bit. It's not in the, I, that's why I have a VIP room, you mm-hmm. know, like big room. But also the regular client coming in. So I, we are, we, that's the way I love to do. And I've been doing it and I train my team. I got a whole VIP team mm-hmm. to train the people because I, I love to treat everyone the same equal and respect, you know. Not only just business, not only like you got to treat big different when you rapper or you have big money. And the guy doesn't have small money to treat different. I, Everyone's you know, equal. I, everyone mm-hmm. equal. I learned a lot from him. I respect that from him. Honestly, a uh, big shout out to Rob because um, nobody knows the story between us, even you didn't know. This is a true story. I want to oh, say good. it. Yes. Yeah, I want to say it before this end. So when I just came in, you remember when I first joined the watch show? Mm-hmm. Because when I do a lot of jewelry, so I start selling watches. So I got connect. My brother introduced me to him. I connect with Rob about to buy watches from him. So I want to join the watch show. WIWJG, right? Correct. So in order to join the watch show, you need three, two refer people. Mm-hmm. 
in order to join because I, even I say, wow, I spent money, but I had to be member and have somebody had to refer me to join it. So I asked my brother, Daniel, Daniel, member, he referred me. And I asked another guy, that's the, he my cousin boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I think, of course, he referred me to the club. So when I came to him, say, hey, can you introduce, refer me to the, the club? He say, no, man, you might screw my name. I say, what? <sighs> he didn't refer me. Wow. I say, wow, you my cousin boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know me well. I'm so shocked, huh? So I went to him. I said, Rob, can you refer me to uh, to the club? Not even think one second. I got no you. problem. Right now, that's what that's really because we didn't have no well back then. When oh. it's that's mm-hmm. long time ago, huh? Like, long time ago. Long time. He did not know well, and I white hurt. Did that's shock. I say, wow. He did not scare. I go to the watch show, buy the watch from people instead of buy from him. He referred me that without. One, my cousin boyfriend didn't refer me, and he did without thinking. I say, wow, that's not really blessed. That's why I love him so long. You know, I love, I appreciate it. This is a chance. I really appreciate you. Well, thank you. Thank you. you. Know? It's been 15 plus years we've been doing business. Always never a problem. Both ways. I had him make my wife's necklace, Contessa, and I have jewelers of my own that I use, but I wanted him to make it because that's what he's great at. Yeah. And it works because we work together, and all, we've also done handbag business, my wife's part of the business, for his wife. So it, it works. We're, we're family. And it, that's good. We have a good It works well. It works well. And I was going to say one last thing everyone has said before. They go, Johnny must be real lucky. And it's not a matter of luck. You see the passion and how hard he works and the commitment and the collaboration, bringing in Paul. And that's the whole package that made this whole deal work. Right. And that's what coming to America, people have, this is the greatest country in the world because we can do it. You came from Vietnam to be able to do what you did, but you have the passion and the drive, the drive your parents gave you and everything. It's awesome. It's, 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 it, I'd almost cry for you, but I don't want to be that soft. But it's great. It's great to see. Yeah, well, that's what we, uh, I really appreciate that. And we call it American Dream. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, you know, that's the best thing. Yeah. Dreams come too, you know? Yes, it is, it is. All right. All right, thank you very much. You hooked me up a lot of good back too. I love it, <laughs> I love it. I don't want to tell my sauce, but this is my connection right here, you know? So appreciate that. It's good we do We do a lot of together. collaborating together. We need to do another trunk show at your store. Maybe we could even do that next and, week. And People good, come over and good, shop. Good, Christ, good Christmas parties. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. love your Christmas parties. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. And thanks so much. We appreciate it. And you guys have a great week until next Thursday at 10. I might bring Paul Wall back here. Yes. That could be a Let's lot of fun. come back. You and Paul oh, Wall would fun. be awesome. We would awesome. love yeah, yeah. it. Okay. So we just talk about me and Paul about music. That could be good. Yeah. Okay. Let's Too do easy. it. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.